everyone. It's Kobe. This is Kyle. And this is the Healing Circle Podcast. We are back, and you guys may have noticed that today, June 2nd, um, Tuesday, when we usually put out a podcast, we didn't put out an episode. We did that in solidarity for all the black men, women, children, children who are um, brutalized by police who are victims of injustice, systematic and explicit, um, who are victimized by racism and who have to carry that burden every single day. Yeah. So um, we're not here for a regular podcast. I'm just going to keep it a thousand with you guys. I'm pissed. Oh, wow. (laughs) I'm pissed. I'm, I'm really pissed. I've been praying for the Lord to release my heart from hate, Mm -hmm. (laughs) if I'm being completely honest. Because um, it is frustrating to feel like as a black woman that you have to worry about your husband and about your child and about yourself because black women are also brutalized by the police and, um, you know, affected by systematic injustice and racism. Um, I'm angry. I'm tired. I'm wondering where God is. I'm wondering why he's not coming down to yoke up these people the same way they trying to yoke us up. You know, I'm wondering why um, we haven't seen him move in the way that we're hoping, right? And uh, I took this week off um, when it came to clients, when it came to creative work, when it came to all social media, because I found um, just even in the midst of such injustice, there are so many people um, who have decided that Um, A time of grief for black people was a time for them to capitalize on our knowledge. Asking someone as they're grieving to explain to you why they're grieving is not appropriate and it never will be. It's not appropriate and it never will be. Asking black people to explain to you your white privilege and give you insight into the ways that you have been complicit in a system that kills men, women, and children as they are grieving the men, women, and children who have been killed is inappropriate, period. Anyways, we have decided, I'm going to let Kyle talk for a second because he's looking at me like, ooh, she's mad. I am mad. I am mad. Um... We've decided to hold off on podcasts for the next couple of weeks because this podcast was created for us to meet a need, um, and the need right now is space. The need right now is um, a space for black people, especially black people who are in Christ, to call out to God. Um, For many of us, we don't even know what lamenting is. We know Lamentations is a book of the Bible, but we <laughs> don't, don't nobody read and we ain't trying to. Right. And and we don't know what lamenting is. We don't know what it means to cry out in grief and anger before God and that being something that's holy because our entire lives, um, the systems that have led us and informed us um, have been, you know, mirrored by this Eurocentric value of emotions and um, when it comes to black people. And so we've been taught to, that to be angry is to be sinful. Yeah. You know, to be upset is to be wrong, to be childish. Right. And that's just not true. Yeah. And I said it once, people got mad, and I'll say it again. When Jesus saw injustice, he flipped tables. Don't get mad when you see us starting to flip tables because we see injustice too. 
Jesus lived a perfect sinless life to be an example of what is good and holy for us. We know that if we do as Jesus did, we are in alignment with holiness. Now, Jesus flipped a table. He messed up someone's whole ability to provide for them fam- their family. Why? Because they were doing it in a way that was exploitative. Yeah. There are lots of people who their the wealth of their families are based on the exploitation of black people. And I won't say black bodies because we're people. We are human beings. We are made in the image of God. So um, for the next three weeks, starting this week, um, we are going to be having a workshop series called Lament. Um, it's going to be Thursday night at 8.30 p.m. It's going to be via Zoom. It's open to all black people. Please respect that this is a space for black people to mourn, grieve, and connect with the Lord and each other. Um, if you want to join us, if you want to um, learn what it means to lament, learn what it means to connect to God in the midst of your grief, um, this is a space for you. You're not meant to just push down your anger and say, well, God is good and I have faith he's going to move. That's not what David did. David was out here saying, kill him. (laughs) Take him out, God. Where are you? Strike down your mighty hand. Right? We have a right to do the same thing. Now, this is not me saying we to ask God to kill people. But what David was doing was creatively in his ballads and in his psalms, he was communicating frustration to God about the world. There's an art to that. And so we want to teach you guys that as we have been learning it. Um, Again, it's going to be every Thursday starting this Thursday, which is June 4th, 2020. (laughs) (laughs) What year is it? I guess I forgot the year. Listen, it feels like it's 1915, but um, 2020. uh, And then it's going to be the next two Thursdays, which which are uh, June 11th and then June 18th as well we just invite you guys to join with us in this workshop again it's free we're not trying to monetize off of this we're not trying to capitalize off of black people's pain there are enough people doing that we just want to create space for people to cry out and call out to the lord and we would love for you to join us got anything to say babe um what do you say (laughs) your hard act to follow um yeah i i'm i'm interested in seeing the ways that God is going to meet us collectively in our pain. Scripture scripture is very clear. God is near to the brokenhearted. Um, No one wants to be brokenhearted. And yet, uh, if we look back in our lives, I'm, I'm sure, especially most of those of us who are Christians, I think you'll find that there is a curious... Curious is the only way to put it. Curious grace um, that God seems to meet us with. And there's a way to, to be intentional in, in pursuing that because I don't have any I don't have any clever sayings or fancy words. I have a lot of anger. I have um, I have a lot of repentance that I have to to try and be intentional about. Um, and the, the truth is we should all uh, think our lucky stars that I'm not God because I, I, you know. Flames. I'm like, bro, all y'all trash. We starting Flames. over. Um, so I'm, I'm also trying to hold the truth that 
there's a reason I'm not God. Yeah. And there's a reason that I needed a savior because I couldn't, I couldn't save myself. Yeah. And in moments when I'm angry, I feel like, man, give me your, your authority for a day. I'd fix all of this. Yeah. Um, and the truth is there's a good chance I'd break a lot more than I fixed. And so I'm trying to hold the truth of like, I'm angry because my anger is holy. Yes. Uh, we were never meant to die. Never. We were never meant to experience this sort of loss. And we see that even the one who has authority to change all of this, Jesus, he weeps when Lazarus is dying. Yeah. He weeps minutes before he brings him back. There's clearly something there. Jesus is expressing the truth that the dying is worth the weeping, even if you believe and you know for sure that he's going to live again. Yeah. And so I can know um, that God is near to the brokenhearted. I can know that when I when I look at this video and I try to see God, mm. where are you in it? I I have every confidence to know that He's under the knee of that cop um, with George Floyd, and I can believe fully that God has a redemptive plan for me, yeah. for this world, and for all the people involved in this tragedy, and yet at the same time weep and be distraught over the reality that something that was never supposed to take place happened and it matters that it happened yeah. and it won't ever not matter. Yeah. Um, and there is nothing. It is the most biblical thing in the world to look at darkness and weep, even if you believe that the light will overtake it. Yeah. And that's holy. Um, I'm not good at mourning. I don't like mourning. It, it reminds me too much of moments in my life when I've been weak. Um, and yet, uh, God's really clear about what weakness is too, and, um, that we should boast in it. So, uh, I think for me, um, this, this is an opportunity to boast in my weakness, boast in my anger, in my rage in my sadness and my despair in my belief in moments like this. Sometimes I wonder like, is, is the cross enough? Yeah. You know, is it enough for this? It was enough for me. Is it enough for this? I know the truth and and like um like so many others um I echo the sentiment that was said to Jesus like Jesus I believe but help my unbelief um so I think this will be a good time for us to explore that reality like father we believe we know that you're good yeah. We've seen some evidence of that. We're not just out here playing and pretending you exist or whatever. I know you're real, and I believe that you have good things. Um, but help my unbelief, yeah. because my eyes are seeing darkness, and I know that you're a God of light, and I'm trying to reconcile all of this at the same time. So Thursday will be a good place for us to explore that. We don't have answers We've got maybe some some good questions, um, yeah. and and we're going to make space yeah, for the Lord to listen yeah. and to respond. That's all lamentation really is. It's intentionally making space to let God into your pain, yeah. uh, because He desires to hear it. It's it's kind of a whole biblical theme. We'll go into that at some other point, but yeah. He cares. Yeah, um, and also sorry in our heads we were like this is gonna be a really quick announcement and we're gonna get off but like also 
um, for me, thinking about the clinical side, like oftentimes people's depression is unresolved grief, unre- unresolved, you know, pain that has never been expressed and accumulated. And so for many of us, um, if this, if we were just grieving Ahmaud Arbery, um, Breonna Taylor and, and George Floyd, that would be enough to weigh us down, but we're not, we're, yeah. we're, we're grieving the times that, uh, I remember in the fourth grade when we talked about slavery at Summerfield Elementary, um, a kid turned around and said, are your parents slaves? And the teacher just looked at me like I should answer the child. Mm. You know, like, I think She's about... She's trash. I hope she got a yeast infection. <laughs> yeah, I said it, and I mean it. I mean it with everything oh, in my Lord. soul. Um, yeah, it, it just... We're grieving all the moments, you know, we're grieving the moments where we've worn, you know, a hair wrap to work and, and a co-worker's asked if it's a do-rag. You know, we're grieving all the moments that people have looked at our culture, laughed at it, and then copied it. We're yeah. grieving centuries worth of injustice. Yeah. And I think that this is the first time black people have had enough space, honestly, to be able to grieve and so I encourage you, yeah. um, if this is not the space for you, we're cool with that. Find a space, find a therapist, find a person, because I'm telling you, it doesn't go away. Silencing it does not make it go away. And when it accumulates, it'll become something that you can't control. Yeah. So we're excited. Um, as excited as you can be in this situation, we're pissed off with you. And I also just want to reiterate that like, we're coming as people and not as as experts like we're coming with resources god's given us but like y'all i'm gonna break down and cry y'all gonna see snot drip from my mouth it just is what it is you know i might cry but it's gonna be real real cool like it'll be like it'll be (laughs) you'll be like wow that was like the coolest cry i've ever seen i'm gonna cry like denzel cries um but yeah she she's right i mean normally we we come really prepared we have sort of an expertise i don't think that this will be that yeah um at the end of the day I'm still I'm still heartbroken over what I know will will happen in the future. Yeah. The the moment the shift not only the next time a black person is treated like a black body, um, or Instead less of a than person. that. Uh but also just, you know, my, my little boy. And yeah. he's so cute and so adorable and the world agrees with us right now. But just like every other cute little black boy, at some point, way too it. soon, he will no longer be a child to them. Yeah. He'll be 10, he'll be 11, he'll still be a child, but the world and the white world specifically will view him as a predator. Yeah. And it happened to me and it happened to you who's listening and it happened to your dad and your grandparents and whatever. Um, and I know that it'll happen to my son because I think we're too close to this, but... I haven't lost all hope that maybe it won't happen to his son. And until then, um, I think that rage is holy and revenge, well, revenge isn't. And left with my own devices, I will turn one into the other. So trying to be intentional about going to the Lord with all of that, um, because surely (laughs) there's room at the cross for that too. Yeah. So. Absolutely.
Well, thank you guys for taking the time to chat with us and talk with us. Um, we hope to see you on Thursday and all the Thursdays after until the circle comes back around. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps people figure out who we are and what we're doing and gets the podcast out to a wider audience. Also, we have just launched a Patreon. In that, you'll have access to guided meditations, spiritual discipline sessions, even some live Q&As about mental health. And most importantly, you'll actually get first dibs to merch. Um, if you've ever looked at our website, uh, you'll see a Protect Your Peace hoodie. That'll be dropping soon. So visit the show notes and join the family.